welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Coding. I'm back. And BJ Thomas. <laughs> and so are the Cowboys. Hey, look at that. <laughs> so um, I, we had, it took a couple weeks off. Um, one of us had a child. <laughs> um, Selfish. And yeah, I, I, had, I was fully prepared to come in here and just have a lot of fun and talk about football and football and more football. Uh, but we can't talk about football without talking about what just happened, at least what was just announced. Um, about an hour and a half or two hours before we started this taping, it was announced that John Madden had passed away. Um, and I, I know like no one from our generation can talk about football without discussing Coach Madden. So, I mean, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Just Oh, it's tough. I mean, my whole, basically my whole life, he, uh, he did the uh, NFC games on Fox. There's a lot of Cowboy games. It's yeah. a lot yeah. of John Madden, Pat Summerall. So it's just, uh, I mean, has anybody meant more to football other than like maybe Paul Bryant? No. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would kind of qualify that. Has anyone who didn't play at a top level meant more to football? He, he yeah. played for the Raiders. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but he wasn't like, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. I, he was an NFL player. An NFL coach, yeah. an NFL broadcaster, and he created like probably the defining sports video game. It, it is yeah. the the Madden franchise is the second highest selling franchise ever. Ever. Behind only yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Yep. It's and, just uh, I mean, and, yeah. FIFA's audience is way bigger, so that's well, we and that's qualify yeah, that's that statement same. also. Like the their audience yeah. is immense, but um. But, yeah, yeah, man, that's just I don't even but know. But with uh, it's just uh, tough, right? The, the one thing that I, when I think of John, man, I think of like the impact that he had with the players. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him, like remotely, not even no. close. Like he was always open to the players. The players loved him, um, especially Cowboys players like uh, Leon Lett, um, you know, uh, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin. Like, like overall, the NFL anyone that had anything uh you know remotely close to uh john madden was always positive so that's the one thing that you know, i take away from him which is which is awesome he made yeah. he made like complicated concepts you know people get onto him for how simple he was in his speech but like he made complicated concepts easy for a nine-year-old to understand mm -hmm. to be like oh yeah. that's that's what all that means Okay, I get it. And I mean, that doing that will spark love for the sport at a young age because now things are clicking, things are making sense. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a huge loss for the sport. Having him not around as much the past couple of years has been, you know, bad enough. But yeah, yeah. you know, and 100% he is the reason why, why I completely agree that you need an offensive line and you mm -hmm. need a running game before you can do anything else. Passing game is fun. But you've got to have big uglies, as Keith Jackson would call them, yep. another great announcer who, who we've lost, pushing the ball down the field. That's what you need to, to win in tight games. So as of right now, um, like what announcers right now who you can see maybe not be John Madden, but be able to have that same type of uh, feel for the game when actually commentating the game? Romo. Yeah, but Romo talks more complicated. He like there's a. I don't know if kids will appeal or Romo appeals as much to kids as John Madden did. 
could be biased because of my generation, you know, but it just, um, Romo, Romo, it, when early on, it doesn't seem like he does as much anymore. He pretty much explained the offense to you. Like, yeah. tell you what's about to happen as the ball snap it happens as he's finishing a sentence so it's like yeah i don't know madden was special he was yeah. a special well, guy and, in my opinion and that's the thing because like announcers today you know you got announcers like gus johnson who try to do the maddenisms but can't break it down like madden could yeah because gus johnson's a great announcer great play-by-play guy but he's not going to break it down like madden would Great. Yeah. yeah on, on, on that note, we'll we'll transition to college football. I mean, it's kind of kind of a rough transition, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so silly me had to had to have a baby right after championship weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> selfish, selfish, week. selfish. <laughs> you just you stole the right, man. Jeez. Yeah. And what the good news is, we we figured out who you know who was going to the playoffs in our last show, and then the bowl games happened, or. More, you know, more likely the bowl games didn't happen because um, a bunch of bowl games have been canceled happened. due to COVID. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, a, it's all my fault. Everything is my fault. Um, Absolutely. So I figured this, yeah. this I mean, week because we you just saw that baby. It's definitely not Dorian's. And, uh, pretty, I haven't been to Sanford in, in months, so I don't know. What Maybe a couple of years. So it's all your fault, really. It is. I don't know any other way to describe it. <laughs> so I, unless she I had like a we'll... belt behind you and was like yeah gotcha <laughs> hey 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 uh... i don't kiss himself <laughs> uh, uh, yeah the less uh... i know the better because you get some information and then you assume other things because you're pretty <laughs> sure you're right <laughs> so yeah no more uh... <laughs> um, so I, what, what I figured we'd do this week, since there really isn't much news per se, other than COVID's canceling bowl games, is that we would just go through the bowl games, um, give our picks, give our analysis, and, and we'd go on from there. So let me pull that up real quick. I'm not going to lie. I've watched so much NFL football recently that I have not watched very much college football because my brain would explode <laughs> if I did that. Yeah, Holy we, crap. we don't want that. <laughs> I've yeah. watched so much NFL football. The games wow. are getting amazing but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get there we'll, we'll get there don't worry don't yeah. worry we'll get to the nfl um so the, the first bowl game that we have on the docket for to, to select and again these are games are all subject to change because i think central central michigan it's changed the bowl game and got an extra full million dollars for doing it so who knows what could happen between now and then um mm. but we'll, we're going to pick the oregon versus oklahoma game so this is the game without a coach yeah both teams lost their yeah. head coaches so Oklahoma's mm. a four and a half point favorite. So I feel like we're going to find out who the better team is. And I think that better team is Oregon? Question mark. That's what I'm saying, though. Uh, me, I feel I'm like going, we're flipping a quarter here. I know. Yeah, it could, it could go either way. I'm going to pick yeah. Oklahoma. I went with Oregon just because I don't trust Oklahoma at all. No, they've been they've been weird all year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you need a, a heads up play to beat Kansas, <laughs> you're not a good team with a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine without a coach. 
Um, and the, and the coach was like, um, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm married to you, but I'm gonna date that girl and then go over to that girl. Exactly. Do you, oh, uh, <laughs> you know darn well he wasn't dating one other girl. There was a couple other girls. <laughs> exactly. He just got the one he wanted. Exactly. It's like be careful what you wish for. I knew right. It's like yeah, having I mean, like Holly Berry as a side chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you say no to that? You know. <laughs> well, do, do we I don't look, I don't look at SC like that. I'm just I don't saying. know. <laughs> Thought, yeah, the intent was there. But um <laughs> the game plan is out there now. Um darn. Darn. <laughs> this is a recorded line tonight. and there won't be much editing in this week. So <laughs> we're, in, oops, we're getting <laughs> we're getting everybody in trouble tonight. Make it hotter. <laughs> See, I do it with my mouth. We have to find other ways to get you guys in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always saying something that's going to get me in trouble anyway. So, yeah. let it be. So, anyways, the, the next game is Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. Um, and again, another game that no one wants to play in. And um, this was supposed to be the uh, show showcase of two Heisman finalists. It was uh, Kenny Pickett and Kenneth Walker, and they went, nope, I'm out. Dang. So, uh, Sparty's a two-and-a-half point favorite. Well, Michigan State's missing the running back, and Pittsburgh's missing their uh, quarterback. So, let's go Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going with Sparty, man. Just based on that alone. Yeah. <laughs> if Kenny Pickett was playing, I would have Pittsburgh for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that, that was the same exact logic I went. It's like, well, Kenneth Walker, I mean, he, he was the majority of their offense, but they can survive. I and mean, they've got uh, Peyton Thorne back there, who's not horrible. Yeah. And the receivers are not horrible either. Um, but Pittsburgh ain't got nothing without the, the guy who will get decapitated if he's <laughs> ever on another football field again. So, yeah. I mean, um, w- w- what do we think about, about his fake slide? I think the college – did exactly what they had to do to avoid getting somebody killed. Because I'm right. coaching my defense to take his head off. We'll deal with 15 yards. Knock him out. He's a running back. Knock him the fuck out. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll deal. Exactly. We'll, we'll deal. We'll deal with the 15 yards. The whatever it is, your your one personal foul, whatever. Knock him the hell out if he's going to do bullshit like that. And they weren't going to if they didn't adjust the rules. Knock him out first game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't see any problem with it. Because right. it's either that or seven points. Right. Yeah. Concussion. I'll take the 15 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Smell and salt back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I'll tell you one thing. If, like I said, if they had made the decision and some guy knocked his block off, college football, it would have forced the decision. Mm-hmm. College football yeah. would be like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't believe he got away with it in game. But then you look at it, those guys had to freeze. They're taught to freeze. As soon as they see somebody lean back like that and start to enter that slide posture. Right. Man. Right. You're ready to get knocked out next year, though. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of the Zach Wilson run against the Jags last week, where he kind of faked that he was going to go out of bounds and they kept going. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks do that, though, which I think is dangerous. Why are you piling on? <laughs> They're just piling on, just just bringing it up. I mean, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, there's going to be people 
asking you to cry and 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 be compassionate when somebody gets knocked the hell out doing that shit on the sidelines. I'm telling you, oh, yeah. those quarterbacks act like that. I have no compassion for that because yeah. these guys yeah. are taught to pull up. These guys are taught to pull up. Yeah, they're actually stopping. Like said, stop. They they have to stop doing their job when you do certain things. And if yeah. you're going to take advantage of that, you deserve yards. exactly what you get. Like you said, it's 15 yards or seven points. Give me the 15 yards. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. You know, I, I always go back to mid '90s. I forget. I always forget the the, the punt returner. Um, he said, "I refuse to fair catch." You know, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever. And the opposing team said, "Well, it's, it's only a five-year penalty if we knock the crap out of them." So every punt, he'd go and just get just obliterated. And then the next year, they're like, "No, it's going to be 15 yards because <laughs> <laughs> these, these guys are going to get killed." Yeah. yeah. You can't return a punt on crutches. You can't. Nope. <laughs> well, concussion protocol. Yeah. You, can't, you can't return a punt if you don't know what your no, name no. is. That's why I said crutches because there was no concussion protocol back then. That is true. <laughs> Do you know yeah. where you are? Yeah, yes. Was... What's your name? That's close enough. Get back in yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> What's your name, Mickey Mouse? I get back in there. I don't... Yeah, What's your name? I play quarterback. All right, good. You're good. That's uh, we... <laughs> Leesburg would have done that for sure. Oh yeah. Why? Why <laughs> they don't even use a fucking quarterback? They could put a running back in there. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> they got four running backs on the field at the same time, and there would be nothing different they couldn't do with their offense. It'd be the exact same offense. With a power. Yeah, we eye. Had a, what, how tall was Sean Cunningham? Was he like six three, six, six five? Four in high school. Yeah, he was six, like six five, five in high school. I played catches in the LSCC. My hands were purple yeah. when we were done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Purple so hands. That's one of the triple option. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, that guy, that guy. <laughs> yeah, looks like but, a tree falling in the woods when he's rolling out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Were there anybody and, you know, to probably, throw to when he was quarterback though? Robert Wright. I. He, he had good hands. Robert Wright was there. Yeah, but like you double him. They they never got any rhythm though. Yeah. No. Like we don't honestly we don't know what kind of wide receiver Robert Wright could have been. That's true. We have no idea. No, we don't run know, any offense. We don't know him. what kind of quarterback Cunningham could have been. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, six five in high school, you're you're probably going to be talented. We don't know because he was out there playing defense too. That's how he, he was got hurt. Pi- he was a pitcher, and I know he was throwing pretty, you know, pretty high up there for a high school kid, like yeah. eighty miles an hour or so. So, yeah. trust oh me. God, after that session, stupid. I used to think I could kind of throw a football. Then I started playing catch with him in the gym, and holy crap! I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> I guess I don't know if I I don't know what triggered it. I don't know if I threw one too hard or what. But they all came at the same pace after that. Yeah, I don't know. The CTE kicked in. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Shit, he was too so, big. He probably didn't even get hit hard enough in high school to even bother him. To be honest with you. Well, I, I remember the game that he got out. Not to mention, you don't get hit. Broke, broke his collarbone. You don't get hit on handoffs. <laughs> no, but you get hit when you're a linebacker because you know coaches were brilliant and decided to have our six five quarterback play linebacker too. <laughs> I think you're talking about Robbie Joe Franklin. No, Sean Cunningham got hurt playing linebacker too because he played both both ways. Man, I was at every football game. I don't remember that. Yeah, and he was out for the season after that. Anyways, um, we'll, we'll get to the appropriate uh, named uh, bowl game, the Duke's Mayor Bowl. With North Carolina versus South Carolina, oh. mm. somebody is going to be eating a lot of mayonnaise. May, may or may not be on the field. I mean, <laughs> perfect two states to do it. 
<laughs> can you get can you can you be any whiter as a bowl game? <laughs> I mean Alabama Auburn, I mean Jesus. Mississippi, Mississippi State. They don't lather themselves in mayonnaise during the game though. It's just it's in the potato the salad brought to you by Hellman's. It's just it's just in the potato salad down here, so you don't notice it as much. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's in every salad. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see much of North Carolina this year, but South Carolina is South Carolina, so I'm going to pick North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's analysis for you. Thank you. <laughs> it's honest, though. Hey, that's what our pa- that's what our patrons you know come for. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna bullshit and be like I've watched 15 games Saturday. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't. It's like it's like listening to Charles Barkley break down college basketball. Well, he got a good shot. Who is he? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember shot, that man could, but, but he can still shoot the ball. But I'll tell you that. Not that much, but he can shoot hey, the if ball. you know enough about the game, you don't need to know the players. You say that guy. <laughs> exactly. That that guy did that exactly right. <laughs> Who's that guy? Um, uh, the guy that did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number number twenty three. Yeah, yeah, whatever his name is, did it excellent. The tall guy. Yeah. The tall guy that could jump real high. Damn him. He, he good. Yeah. He yeah good. Him. <laughs> See, it's funny when you make that voice. When I make that voice, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's true. It is. It's not unfortunate. It's, not it's, it's it's kind of a well earned double standard. <laughs> well, I was going to ask Dorian to speak, but he's too busy cough, coughing up water. Huh. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was as long as he's that. not doing it stereotypically, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going with the Tar Heels too. And I'm betting it's the same pro- thought process I had also. Yep. South Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> hey, wait. <clears throat> I've seen South Carolina win one game this week, this year. That was against Florida. And they don't look so good. South Carolina is the Georgia of South Carolina. <laughs> Choking any meaningful game. Bring us to. And speak, and speaking of choking, let's go to Georgia. That's, like our, that's our second segue in 50 weeks. <laughs> uh, so Georgia and Michigan uh, Georgia is a seven and a half point favorite Michigan Adam I say Michigan wins handle okay. no this is payback for making me pick cowboy games I don't really believe that shit <laughs> dude I know uh, we're gonna lose you're not jinxing anybody <laughs> probably uh, jinx the original jinx yeah um I think it'll be closer than seven and a half, but I'm going to go with Georgia. It's going to be closer, I think. See, I went with Georgia just because I, my I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Michigan can run the ball like they, like they have been against the, the Georgia it's, defensive line. It's going to be much harder, but yes. I feel foot, the fact of the matter is with football. If you can keep pounding that rock, it'll split eventually. You know what well, I mean? So if they, can they in, if they can stay in the game and stay committed to the run, I think it'll be fine. However, if they get down by two touchdowns, you're going to have a problem. 
Yeah, that, that, that's the thing is, can they survive long enough with their body shots to stay in the game so that in the second half, their, their runs start to spring for longer runs? Yeah, yeah if, even if it's just more effective runs, you know, seven, eight yeah. yards here, stuff like that, you know, that'd be huge against Georgia's front seven. Right. That's, that's, what, that's how they won the Wisconsin game is in the first half, they were running at two, three yards a clip and really not doing anything, but they just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing yeah. it. And then finally, a, a couple broke in the second half and the game was over. So yeah. that and they broke Graham Martz in half, but that's not the point. Yeah. Almost also, every go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I was going to say. I think also too what's important is can can Michigan uh you know front line can they get to the quarterback can Hutchinson and uh the, yes. the other stud can they get to him I, I think I believe, they'll get, be I believe they'll get pressure I believe yeah. they'll get pressure will they have that's a bunch of sacks I don't know but I think they can affect the pocket that's exactly yep. if they can do that I think I think it'd be close to me what what's it what's his name Obo or, or Ojabo Ojabo Ojabo, Ojabo? Yeah. And um, Hutchinson, yeah, I, I believe they're going to get pressure. They're, I mean, those two are top-notch athletes. Period. They would play. They'd play anywhere they went. So, yeah, I, I believe they'll get pressure. Yeah, and that's and, and the thing with Ojabo is I know he's considering coming out to go pro this year, and I 100% think he should. Um, I think he's his. I think he's a great athlete. I think his numbers are, are inflated this year because everyone's focused on Hutchinson, who's had the best year ever at, as a defensive lineman at Michigan. Yeah. So you, you strike with Aaron's hot. It's the same reason why Blake Bortles should have gone pro when he did is yeah. you can only go down in the draft next year. Right. There's a lot of teams that could use a second edge rusher. I tell you that a ton of, yep. them. a ton of them. A lot of people have that one edge rusher. Just as an mm-hmm. example, you look at the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence has been fine for years. Randy Gregory has been suspended on and off forever. Now they're together and it's and it what it should have been for yeah. years yeah and, and can can you imagine uh, pittsburgh with tj watt and david ajabo yeah Ooh. just just a, a second edge rusher yeah 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 it'll limit it, it'll slow down the, the they'll be less quick to double team the primary and, rusher and, and so right. and that's it that's it you know right. all of a sudden now you have to think as an offensive coordinator who do i yeah. double team on this play yeah exactly good luck with that yeah, exactly. both yeah, people exactly. get home yeah. And speaking of good luck with that, we've got Cincinnati and Alabama. <laughs> just put them all three. Hey, just all three. Just put them all three. Show. Look at that. Put, just put them all three. All three <laughs> Alabama. Just go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> this is this is not the Bible. This David and Goliath bullshit ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, man. You you already know. Roll time. Not <laughs> happening. <laughs> now the question is. Does Bama cover? Yes. Uh, I think Cincinnati so. is an undefeated team. Luke Fickle seems to be a pretty competent coach. Hell yeah, they cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bama humble the- Georgia. That's all I can see. Humble, humble Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> humble Georgia. <laughs> Do I think has lost? Go ahead. No, you think Georgia covers? I don't think that covers. Eight points. I don't think so. I think that's a good game, honestly. I'm excited yeah. about that game. Exactly. Not excited I, about I think, the other game at all. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the, the Michigan-Georgia game will be much better than the Alabama-Cincinnati game. I hope but so. that, be nice. that being said, Cincinnati has lost one game in two years, and that was at the gun against Georgia. So they're not scared. Now, do they have the talent to compete with Alabama? I don't know. But they're definitely not scared of them. <laughs> 
like statement again. One out of three hundred teams has the talent to compete with Alabama every year. That's how it's been for the last five or six years, maybe yeah. longer. Yeah, this is, this is nothing new. Man, it's gonna be hard to get Bama off their score, man. I mean, unless they put in some trick plays, even then, it's like they got five star at every position. <laughs> well, and, and the thing with with Alabama to really beat them is to to knock them off their game, and you do that with defense. You know, mm-hmm. that's what Ohio State could not do last year. They and running play. against them yeah yeah you have to control and the clock and minimize their possessions that's yeah. not cincinnati's game and i know not the case. they're they're that up-tempo now, oregonish offense now here's the thing if and this is a huge if if it's michigan and alabama in the championship game that's an interesting matchup i don't think it's going to happen i think the readings are going to take when it's georgia and alabama again but i, I think a michigan alabama game not only brings in the most money for the college football playoff, but I think it's just a better game. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes, the bar is low because the Georgia-Alabama championship game, I'm not sure would be watchable. We just saw it a couple weeks ago and it was horrible. I'll watch it. You'll watch it and jerk off because, hey, look, it's SEC. So, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. But it's, it is hard to beat a team twice, but if anybody can do it, it's Bama. And it's like the preparation that Saban does. If anybody can lose the same, team, the same team twice, it's Georgia. Yeah. That's what they do. We've been talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> they choke so. in big games. Yeah. And it's well, hilarious and, to watch. Somebody... And, that, and Adam didn't let me finish. The reason I'd be watching it is to watch Georgia get their brains beaten in by Alabama. Again. How many times do you get to see that twice a year? <laughs> as a Florida fan, you you would you would enjoy that. But that's about it. That's that's like finishing chicken wings and then somebody bringing more chicken wings. Like hell yeah! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh man, like that's demoralizing. That could affect recruiting. <laughs> oh, oh, it will. Yes. It will. Yeah. Hey Arch, you want to come to this school? Who lost that battle by the second time, the same margin? They can't protect you. They cannot protect you. It's a known fact. It is a known fact. You are not. You better talk to Peyton. Exactly. (laughs) Ask Peyton what it's like to be stuck back there with no help. He does. Check down to the Check down to the running back. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Omaha. (laughs) Omaha. Omaha. Means get the ball away from me. I saw that if uh, yeah, yeah, you take this, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh, I love. Man. That's what almost every audible is. Oh shit, they're coming take this ball. <laughs> <laughs> or they got us figured out, damn it, run right to the up the middle. Like, that's it. Yeah, and again I go back to what, what you know John Madden would always teach us. It's an audible isn't so much to get you into a good play; it's to get you out of a bad. Out of a bad one, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> this is gonna hurt. <laughs> so um, the next game is Penn State versus Arkansas. Uh, Penn State's a one-point favorite. So I, I picked this game for one because BJ likes riding the Arkansas train all year. I was just about to say, <laughs> you expect me to get off Arkansas's train right now? I cannot, uh, and also this 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 proves BJ's theory. Well, if SEC's playing, we should always pick the SEC, even though they're going to be zero and four by the time we're done taping this in bowl games this year. 
hey, look, it's a slow start for the bottom teams. We talked about this. You're the one who said they're top. Well, that just proves my point that they're top heavy this year and the bottom this year, bottom this year. year sucks. Absolutely. Absolutely this year they are. But it's just funny how most conferences don't even have a fucking top tier. <laughs> moving on. So, <laughs> so uh, we can pick this game now. You can put Arkansas oh, yeah. down there. And um, I, I, it's not even SEC thing. They've been good to me all year, to be honest with you. So, and it's a one-point spread, which sucks. Yeah, it's, it's basically a pick em. Yeah, Whoever you think is going to win is going to win. Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas. Uh, I haven't seen much of Penn State. Well, no, matter of fact, I did see a couple of games. Um, yeah, I'll go with Penn State. Hell. Here's the thing. Penn State's defense is legit. You know, their offense, you know, with um, Chunk Clifford back there, their mm-hmm. offense is good, but their defense is legit. <clears throat> Arkansas has magic. <laughs> they, they didn't again big games. All the but, other ones. By are. the way, who who is Arkansas's signature win this year? Um, was it was it Texas? Texas A&M. How, how'd that it? turn out? Maybe Texas A&M? I think it was Texas. Yeah, I, they, I remember that. They you know, just they, gave the early welcome to the SEC. <laughs> yeah, but how how did Texas turn out this year? I don't know. They got that early welcome, though. <laughs> oh, look at that. Uh, Texas Tech is beating Mississippi State 27-7. to 7. Damn. Mississippi State, though. SEC, 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 right? <laughs> it just means you're, more. You're the Except one when they the don't want to play. If they beat LSU and Missouri, but that's no fun. <laughs> so yeah, they, they beat Texas when Texas was ranked. Oh, they beat Texas A&M too. Um, they dominated. They beat Rice. A and M. Well, they 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 beat you know Minute Rice, and then they hey, played the good team, and hey, then they lost. Don't insult them like that. They're at least <laughs> normal Rice. <laughs> Jeez. Three minute Rice. Oh, that's terrible. What's up with you on the sex talk? You already had a baby. Calm down. <laughs> I, uh, from what I've been told, is that once you have a baby, the, the sex talk takes a break. And Adam's over here just—that's why they got all them babies over there. Hey, I'm an overachiever. I see this. <laughs> Check your sperm for steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that shit. (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll move on to to Iowa versus Kentucky. Um, Kentucky's a three point favorite. Look, I don't know if I trust Iowa anymore. I've been touting their defense, and it hasn't been very well. It hasn't been very good lately. Didn't they uh, let us down to Penn State? No, they beat Penn State. They beat Penn State. Where did they let us they down? They beat Penn State because they, they beat up uh, Sean Clifford. Right. Oh, they were super depressing against Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Beat Nebraska, who doesn't? Beat Illinois, who doesn't? Yeah, they... One of... uh, that Purdue game must have rocked them. That Purdue-Wisconsin situation back-to-back was tough. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really. I can't. Well, if if you're gonna go by impressive wins, um, 
what's an impressive Kentucky one? No, no, I'm just I'm not even talking about the comparing the teams right now. I'm talking about strictly about Iowa letting us down this year. Okay. That's that's all I'm talking about right to this exact minute. Let us down. Because we were we were really on their defense for the first part of the year, and their offense wound up being so terrible their defense was affected by it. Well, see, here's the here's the thing though. Their defense was is good, but it, they're really good at forcing turnovers. And so if you're really good at forcing turnovers, your, your offense just needs to be competent enough to get, to move the ball half the field to score. And that they are not. Well, that's, and that's – well, they are. The problem was that when you're getting against a team that has good ball security, like a team like Michigan, a team like Purdue, or even Wisconsin, you don't get those short fields. So you don't get those early, easy scores, and you're screwed. And that's why when Iowa played Michigan, oh, their the offense is the game. problem. <laughs> yeah, because like but, you and, have to be able to overcome that if you're no matter what. Because this is what the Cowboys <clears> just went through. The defense was getting them the ball back, and the offense did nothing with it. It actually and, spurred on a bet. Well, this yeah. before the last two games, there was like a, a yeah. three or four game gap where um, the defense was getting the ball to the offense, and the offense would do nothing with it. That's heartbreaking, man. That uh. That'll that kill your defense season. kill a season. It can kill mm-hmm. momentum, kill the vibe of the locker room, sideline at the exact moment. Like it's just a, it's crushing because yeah. you're you're going high, low, high, low. Like the defense has to keep going back out there and try to get this ball back. Yeah. And the offense is sputtering. So it was. So, but yeah, I mean that's the thing with with Iowa, but Kentucky really had not impressed me like at all. They started out, I believe, like pretty hot. Six yeah, they, they, they started, started out six and zero, and everyone gave them gave them credit because they beat uh, Florida, who was ranked tenth at, at the time. So that that's their signature win was beating Florida, which mm-hmm. who doesn't? Yeah, very nice, nice, nice. UFC beats <laughs> a major team for the first time in ten years, five years. Gus Malzahn. Oh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy Napier got a front row seat to see what, what carnage he's coming into. <laughs> uh, maybe he might hit the evacuate button and start from scratch. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> well, you got to figure out that. Well, um, I know um, Emory Jones is transferring. He's doing transfer portal. Also. And so did Anthony Richardson, didn't he? No, I think, he, I think he's Ooh. still there. Boo-hoo. Boo. Yeah, they, they, need, they need players quick. Yeah, yeah. And those guys aren't it. We know <clears throat> that now. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to the game we're picking. Iowa and Kentucky. Kentucky. Just, I just can't. Iowa's defense is, uh, is nice, but it's just not enough. Yeah. I think the Wildcats are going to get this game, too. I'm picking the Stoops. And see, I went with Iowa because I don't trust Kentucky at all. <laughs> again, again, I go back to Iowa. Their, their offense is good when they're given half the field because the defense is forced to take away. <laughs> Kentucky can give the ball away quickly. So I, I don't trust them to hang on to it well enough. Mm. Um, and going out to, to the Rose Bowl, this game used to be a big deal. I remember growing up, this was like the big deal, especially for Big Ten teams. 
Yeah. You know, they call it the granddaddy of them all because it was the first bowl game ever. And now, like, no one wants to play in it. Yeah. Like, Ohio State, um, they don't have the receiving core. And you know, if, you, if you look at the Michigan game, I think it was like six people, six players, five players caught passes. Smith and Jabe, Wilson, Alave, and Tavion Henderson and Williams. Mm. Uh, of the five receivers who caught passes, caught the 34 passes, two weren't even playing in this game. They just said, fuck it. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm going for the draft. <laughs> and Alave and, 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 and well, Wilson were gone. So. They need I know. to start paying Absolutely these kids not. to play in the bowl games. That's all you're yeah. going. That's the only way you get them to stay is by paying them to play. Well, you know, you can actually get them to stay in a little bit differently. You can expand the playoffs. You can make these games actually mean something. Mm-hmm. Because other than the playoffs, the games don't mean shit. So yeah. what does it matter? So I get. Yeah, I don't blame them at all. Why am I going to risk my body so that you get can make money? Possibly hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So screw Depending it, on no. who it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the the only the only way these games are going to mean anything is if you make them part of the playoffs. But they're not going to do that because then the low guys might actually have a chance. Mm-hmm. Which would make it even better. You would think so. Not maybe not financially, but I don't care about that. I'm talking about the story and the football. It, you know, and financially, it actually would because it, you'll bring more eyeballs. Everybody loves underdogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Well, most people. Yeah, I, I say right now the people in the state of Alabama do not like underdogs. But Yankees fans are front runners. Hmm. Well, yeah. So are Patriots fans. What's your point? Good point. <laughs> so, are Bu- so are so are Bucks fans. <laughs> so who are you guys picking? Uh, Utah or Ohio State? Be Ohio State. First. Ohio State. I know Utah's a good team. Yeah, I think I think Ohio State too. Yeah, so did I. As much as it pained me to do that, um, <laughs> I don't want to. But no, Utah is just it has not impressed me at all this this season. Yeah. yeah. So the the last game we're going to pick is Baylor versus Mississippi. Mississippi is a one-point favorite, which again, just like the other game, it's it's, it's a pick 'em. Oh, you already know I'm picking Mississippi. It, it just means more. <laughs> I like Matt. No, I like Matt Coral and uh, Lane Kiffin's done a pretty damn good job of that offense this year. Whole team's played pretty well. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Baylor. I, I, I wanted to pick Baylor because. They kick, they they tried to kick off the chaos when they beat Oklahoma State. They were like, look, I'm going to give you what you want, and then nobody else followed suit. So they tried. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Billy because of that defense. I, I, yeah. I cannot believe I'm saying this about a Big 12 team. <laughs> solid. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when you have a championship game come down to a goal line stand, that, that's something it. else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, awesome. we'll see how good. Our, I'm sorry. How bad our picks are. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, more accurate. So, the Sunday NFL good... countdown crew. They're all over. Like they're like five games over 500. I'm like, oh, we are shitty. <laughs> it's like what the wait a second. They're five games over 500, and this is what they do for a living. 
Right. <laughs> if there was a clear answer, Vegas would not exist. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Those skyscrapers are not built not built on gumdrops and lollipops. Yeah. They're built because of dumbasses like us. Yes. <laughs> oh, I miss Vegas. So with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. One more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One. And we're back. So we will move on to the NFL. So um. Has anything happened in the NFL the past couple of weeks? I don't, I don't know. Dorian, oh, how's your coaching situation? Yeah, let's, let's cover your coaching situation. Uh, well, um, from news that I've been reading, uh, it's down to four coaches, but technically two. Um, you got Byron Leftwich. Leftwich. Uh, you have uh, Frazier, uh, Leslie Frazier, uh, Doug Peterson, and Jim Caldwell. Uh, they've They've already, I think they're in the process of interviewing Jim Caldwell and Doug Peterson next week's when they're going to do interviews uh, with those two. They have um, to speak to Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, too. Oh, yes. Yes. Dan Quinn and Kat Kellen Moore. I saw that, too. Um, I don't think, I, th- I think Kellen probably is going to stay. He's probably like, oh, I'm not going to the Jaguars. But I don't think he's staying. He just won't go to the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. That too. I mean, for what for what we need, I mean, we talked about it. Like a person like Jim Caldwell, I think. Um, because I mean, if you can win in Detroit, I mean, I'm I'm sure you can <laughs> and it's no shot at the lines. I'm just saying, like hey, he wanted hey, there's more than one Detroit connection. I I, I looked this up. So <laughs> Dara Bevel, who's your current head coach, right? He was an interim coach last year. Do you know where he was an interim coach last year? Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Yep. He's the only guy to ever be an interim coach in two consecutive years. Right. Exactly. So, so um, you know, if I'm a if I'm a head coach, I am not hiring this guy because I'm I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> it's in the cards. So, so, but the but the thing that's that's been crazy is that right. So, you know, I sent you guys the conversation I was having with the, the one idiot, uh, and he was saying that, you know, he thinks that. We that the Jags should just go after Dougie P because Jim Caldwell needs stars in order to be successful. How much like, stars did he have in Detroit? Yeah, please explain that exactly. And <laughs> well, I mean, and, he had Megatron, yeah, but okay, all right, you have Megatron, but outside of that, it was like, who else do you have compared to Doug Peterson? Had Frank Reich, which I told him, like, Frank was like 60% of the success of the Eagles. I mean, look what happened when he left. He was like, no, but still, bro, like, still, still, man, like, I would go after Dougie P. And you can get anybody to just be offensive coordinator, really, because Dougie P. He has the championship pedigree. So I just uh, okay. Saying Dougie P. has got championship pedigree is like saying Kyle Lowry has championship pedigree. Yes, technically you're on a championship team, but it's not because of you. Exactly. So um, and plus, what happened Doug to Doug? P- what What happened to Doug Peterson after Frank Reich left? It ain't pretty. <laughs> Didn't Carson Wentz lead the league in turnovers, which he's currently not doing? Yes. Yeah. Precisely. Didn't the, didn't the Eagles struggle? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure Doug Peterson is not working right now. Right. Exactly. So what are we talking about? What are we talking Dude. about? So just well, because okay. you just because you go to a Super Bowl, like you're a hot candidate now? Obviously not, yeah, man. Much. Look. Yeah. In their it's eyes, Larry, yeah. it's the Larry Brown syndrome. He's the guy who had two picks against the Steelers, signed a huge deal with the um, Cardinals. In week two, they're talking about what a disappointment he was. 
because yeah. he was a cog in the defense. He was a piece who happened well, to be in and, the right place Dorian, where Neil O'Donnell was thrown to the grass. Yeah. Dorian, the, the guy you're talking about also said that, that Cooper Rush was a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew. He did. He did. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, BJ, he was a Cowboys fan. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> that has yet to be seen, though. <laughs> no, I just did there's not enough tape on Cooper Rush to know anything about him, so I can't say anything about it. No, but I do but like Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Gardner Minshew, I mean, he he knows what to do now. He may not have the talent, but uh, he he walked into uh, he walked into Sirianni's office to try to get the starting job, and he was denied. Yeah, I read an article about that, and he was like, "No, the Eagles are too invested in Jalen Hurts." Yeah. Well, then cut me or something. Right. Yep. How do you think Minshew would work in Washington? Until I start. I like that. It's probably going to end bad for him, though, and for everybody around him at that moment. Yeah. Okay. Am I the only one that when I see WFT, I think WTF? <laughs> yeah. Every time, what the fuck? Every time I see it, I'm like, I have to look at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of what the fuck, what happened? Like, all the sidelines, these guys fight each other. And these guys are supposed to be like buddies. They're teammates from Alabama. Yeah, they were in Alabama together. That's crazy. That's what happens when you get drugged. <laughs> drugged. Yeah that that game that game got got ugly quick. <laughs> yeah, Demarcus Lawrence running down the sideline like a giant <laughs> running back. <laughs> First play of the game, you try to go deep on Trevon Diggs. How'd that go? Eleventh yeah, that, interception. That That's how that yeah. went. That's yeah. <laughs> Next offensive series, Demarcus Lawrence touchdown. Yeah. Third week in a row, big guy score. Dorrance Armstrong, Randy Gregory, a Demarcus Lawrence. I don't know if I've seen a Cowboys defense like this since Dion was there. Oh. We're getting pressure. Like, constantly getting pressure. This is foreign to me. You don't have to understand. I've been watching. They didn't get pressure like this. Demarcus Ware was the only guy consistently getting pressure when he was there. Everybody else is just kind of like trying. Yeah. Now it's like at any minute, Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, and Michael Parsons could show up at the same spot at the same time. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to what we talked about with Ajabo, you know, at Michigan. If you have two great rushers, it's like four times better than just having one because you don't know where to block, you don't know where to double no. team, and it completely, you know, befuddles the, the offense. And there's three on the Cowboys now. And yeah. Micah Parsons goes all over the place. They move them all over the place. Left, right, middle, down on the line, away from so the line. Is, so, Is Parsons going to win defensive rookie of the year? Rookie of the year, probably. I don't think he's there for defensive player of the year because Diggs gets a couple more interceptions. He could very well get that. And uh, TJ Watt, I think, has like four or five more sacks than Micah Parsons. Yeah. So I think defensive rookie of the year, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like who, who's the MVP? Is it is it going to be the guy in Green Bay? I mean, his douche meter keeps rising, so <laughs> there's no reason for me to expect in any way, shape, or form that he's going to fall off performance-wise. Yeah. I don't believe it. If he wins out, yeah, he'll he'll win it. But if he loses to have what? How many games was it? One more game or two more games? Yeah. Green Bay? I think maybe you know, two more games. Yeah, two more games. Yeah, they've got two Vikings, 
Vikings who are in desperation mode, and then you guys. That's not fair. That's not how you finish the season. You don't put your <laughs> homecoming game the last game of the year. And you know, you, be, you do the SEC, you do the next next to last game. Exactly. That's how you're supposed to do it. So. Um, sack leaders. Yeah. TJ Watts got 17 and a half. Jeez. And Mike yeah. has got 13, so he's four and a half ahead. I wonder if teams have figured out, well, they can't. I was going to say, like, to, like, what can you do to be able to stop Michael Parsons? from? Because from what I've seen, like, he, he has a knack for knowing how to, like, move his body around. He's agile to, like, to get around those big uglies, man. Like, it's, it's like well, a perfect science. I think the, the biggest problem is the fact that Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory are out there. It's true. easier yeah. to deal with Micah if one of them is out. If all three yeah. of them are out there, yeah. what are you who, what are you going to do? You can't yeah. double team two of them. You're not going to do that. You can only double team one of them most likely because a tight end's not going to be much help to either one of them. Exactly. So it puts the offenses in a really really tricky position, and then you have the fact that they're moving Micah all over the place. So you don't know where he's coming from either. You know where Randy's coming from. You know where Demarcus is coming from. You have no idea right. where Micah, if he is or isn't coming. All right. So this scenario. So Cowboys meet the Bucks in the playoffs. Do you think that it would be a mirrored game like the Saints and Bucks? Is that that type of defense to where the Cowboys uh, is? Micah. Uh, Micah was not rushing the passer in that game. He was a normal, just he was a they didn't normal linebacker. Use him in that game. They didn't know how to use him. Now they know how to use them. And if there's anything we know how to beat Tom Brady, it's to get pressure up the middle and move him off his spot. Yeah. He's garbage. He can't do yeah. it. Right. But th that's easier said than done because he gets the ball out so quick and he knows where he's going two or three plays before it happens. So, yeah, it's tricky. Well, and the thing with the thing with Brady, he knows how to pick on teams. He knows exactly where the weaknesses are and he knows exactly what, how, to, how to exploit it. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what the weaknesses is uh, weaknesses are on the Dallas team, but that's what he does. Yeah, they would say Anthony Brown, whoever they are. Yeah, but he's played that's much it. better than expected because they were talking about trying to get Stephon Gilmore in there. Um, I remember when all the trade stuff was happening, but they decided to keep Anthony Brown because they're not going to be able to afford all these people as it is now. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Dak. Dak's getting his money. Zeke's getting his money. Amari's getting his money. I mean, they, they've got a good window with Micah Parsons back there. Yeah. But DeMarcus Trevon Diggs is only in his second year. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, they've got bargains on that team. Yeah. They, you know, they've got a decent-sized window, but they need, to, they need to capitalize on it. Yeah. Absolutely. But great drafting, too, by the Cowboys, oh, man. Yeah. That was solid. When I saw them get Micah Parsons, I'm like, okay. That wasn't even the goal. Wasn't even the goal. He um, I can't remember who's picked. Who was picked right ahead of him? Was it um, was it JC Horn? Um, Patrick Sertain the second. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. The Broncos took him, and they were like, "Well, I guess we'll take Micah." And well, thank you, <laughs> thank you very <laughs> much, thank you very much for that. Actually, and I. And I I believe during our, our uh, draft breakdown, we were like, well, Micah Parsons is a really, really great linebacker. Mm -hmm. He's had some off-the-field issues. 
if he can, if he can stay out of trouble off the field, he's going to be great on the field. And so far, he's done that. He's, he's proven us right. 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 He fits perfectly. But, man, how scary would that secondary be when you had – you had Trayvon Diggs on one side and Patrick Sertain Jr. on the other side. You, not as you're not as throwing. You, you can't but, throw. But here's, here's the deal. Not as scary as you might think. Because the reason why um, Diggs has the, the interceptions that he does – Michael Parsons is in everybody's lap. Exactly. Gotcha. Pressure leads to turnovers. Yeah. Absolutely. Facts. Um, yeah. No, um, Patrick Sertain went nine, JC Horn went eight, and then Micah was a 12 with the Cowboys. So that was just kind of how it landed. Yep. That's crazy, man. Super excited to happen like that because I knew Micah was good coming out of college. I didn't know he was this good. I yeah, didn't know he was this like versatile. Yeah. He he was really really good at Penn State, and like I said, as long as he can clear up the off the field stuff, which you know it's still early, but it seems like he has. You know, yeah. Jerry. You know, he Jerry's got ways. Jerry kept Pac Man on the field. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. You forget Jerry kept Pac Man <laughs> on the field. Um, Jerry signed Greg Hardy. Like Jerry kept Michael Irvin on the field. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Snoking. I always like what Jimmy Johnson said. Hey, hey Mike, um, they're testing for this on this date. It takes this long for certain substances to leave your system. Do with that information what you wish. It's cool. Quickly. Uh, quickly. <laughs> quickly. Start drinking water I now. Do wanna, yeah, I do want to look at the, the playoff picture because um, okay. we've only got two weeks left. I don't like it. You... you well, we'll start with the AFC, so we can yeah, we can yeah, go, go there. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, as of right now, we we have proven that we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Uh, apologize, um, everybody. Kansas apologize to the Kansas City Chiefs right now. I'm sorry, Kansas City. I apologize. Talking about your shitty offensive line that was <laughs> it's no longer shitty. My bad. Man. My sorry. bad. Sorry, <laughs> you guys are taking it off right now. <laughs> no, should okay. Should we apologize to the Chiefs, or should we apologize to the LA AFC teams? No, we should definitely. Uh, we were pretty hard on the Chiefs. Yeah, we targeted the Chiefs. We were okay. pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the SCT, uh, the rest of the AC, AFC teams are getting what they deserve. Buffalo has not played well. No. The last game was kind of a wake up call that you know Josh Allen played tough, but uh, Buffalo had a little fall from grace here, and uh, the well, Bengals look yeah. really fun to watch. They're fun to watch. I just don't know if they have all the pieces right now. I don't Ooh. trust Cincinnati's defense. That offense is scary. Scary. Yeah. They got three number one receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And a number Jamar one Chase, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Exactly. Yeah. They don't even Absolutely. use their tight end. Right. He saw it too. He zoom up. He saw it. They don't even use him. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if if their defense can come together, that team is going to be scary for a long, long time. Exactly. Yeah. How? How about the Titans staying where they are with no AJ Brown for weeks, no Julio Jones for weeks, and no Derrick Henry for weeks on weeks? Yeah. So that's impressive. It, that, that scares me, especially with all of those guys coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that that's the scary part because I've heard rumors that, that King Henry is going to be back for the playoffs. He's going to be well for the playoffs. And it's cold, and a lot of teams are outside. The Bills are outside. The Bengals are outside. The Patriots are outside. He's going to kill somebody. Yep. <laughs> he's, and he's going to be rejuvenated. Yeah, he's going to be nice I, and fresh. I don't know. A foot injury on a guy that 
big makes me nervous. I hope they're not rushing him back. Because I'm telling you, the guy, he's a big man, puts a lot of pressure on that foot when he cuts. That's the last thing he needs is a lingering foot injury, especially if he's going to try to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah. So I am scared of that. Big guys, big heavy guys and feet and foot injuries, problem. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Now, look how many people are still involved here. There's yeah. 13 teams and play for the Within playoffs. Within a game. Yeah. Within a game. With two left. Dude. If the Dolphins make the playoffs, I mean, that's uh, kudos to Flores, man. Because hey, they were looking like. Hey, if he doesn't get coach of the year after that shit. Yeah. Weathering well, all those storms and pulling this out. That they are the first team ever to have a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season. They got a shot at their division. Yeah. They're two games yeah. back. Yep. One game. Well, one game back. Yeah, one game. Uh, did they beat the Bills last time? Because that matters. Oh no! I think they, I think they well, lost. Pull it up. Well, don't you know? Don't forget they play them twice. So they lost the first right. game, thirty-five nothing. Um, and they okay, yeah, lost the they're, they're technically one game back, but they one they and lost, a half lose a tiebreaker. Don't they say that call that one and a half technically? Yeah, yeah. So they're a game back, but they lose a tiebreaker. So they they have to. They have to, they have to win out and hope Buffalo helps them. Yeah. Yep. One loss by the Bills could be dangerous, though. What's the rest of the schedule? Yeah. Ooh, Titans and Patriots. Ooh, if you're going to finish the season, that's the way to finish it. Try yeah, to go you know, that's the thing. If they make the playoffs, they earn it. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. The Chargers, though, what a story that's been. Yeah, the top Herbert. safety in the league, top edge rusher in the league, and they, yeah, good offense, and there they go. And look at that. Okay, their schedule. They have got Denver and Vegas. That's that's what they got left. Yeah, those are two winnable games. The Raiders are playing tough, though. Yeah, yeah, they're playing real tough. Especially at home. Especially at home. Yes, sir. <laughs> They're staying committed to the run. I watched that the last couple of games. They're really, yeah. you know, that helps quarterbacks out so much. Not yeah. everybody's Aaron Rodgers. Not everybody's Tom Brady. Yeah. You got to so, take pressure. So you're saying a strong winning game is good for the team. Yeah. Uh, the resurrection of the Cowboys was based on them drafting Travis Frederick and Zach Martin years yeah. ago. So, like, absolutely. I will never <laughs> – um, now, the first thing I would do if I were the Jaguars is I would get rid of any player that didn't want to get on board, and then I would gut the lines. Maybe not the defensive line. I'd maybe add pieces to the defensive line. I'm gutting the offensive line. Yeah. Gutting. No, that's one of the things care. that they talked about. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if I'm only playing with, like, one vet and three new, four newbies. I don't give a shit. We're starting from scratch with these guys. That's the thing. Football has they, – they claim football has changed a lot, but it really hasn't. It really nope. is. Running line up an offensive line, line play. push the other team forward, yeah. give the ball to the running back, and go. Right. If you it's can always, do that, nine times out of ten, you'll be successful. It'll mm-hmm. always be a game of inches. Yep. Always be a game of inches. That's why it's so fun. The, the tiniest yeah. things can matter. That that one yard they got earlier in the drive wound up mattering. <laughs> the drive is still going. Like It's just a uh, good game. Yeah. Love it. Um, Question, Adam. Uh. Okay. Who was the starting running back for the Lions when Jim Caldwell was coaching them? Was it Javid Best? 
Well, he was one of them. He was one of them. Kevin Jones from UCF? No, it was Kevin Smith from UCF. Kevin Jones. Kevin Smith? That's right. Kevin Smith, was it? Yeah, Kevin Smith, um, he, yeah, he went to UCF. But... Yeah, he went to UCF. No, but I mean, I'm, I thought he but was, he was one of them. Caldwell. Yeah, because they had like a running back committee. It was, it was Kevin Smith and it was another guy. So in 2014, their running backs consisted of Reggie Bush. Ah, oh, Reggie Bush, Theo Reddick, I remember, yeah. and and Jacoy Bell. Okay, yeah. but but somebody said that he needed stars in his team to win. That's what I'm saying. Look at their receivers outside of Calvin Johnson. Okay, you got Golden Tate, but still, who else you got? Tight end. Kevin Smith was much earlier, 2008. Yeah, yeah, Ke- Kevin Smith. Yeah, he was up for the Heisman when Tebow won. Oh, that's. Oh, had an interesting conversation about Tebow with my uh, Christian mother today. Oh, oh, this will be entertaining. Oh, let me just sit back. <laughs> yeah, no, she goes. She, she, look, look. I'm just walking by. She goes. So let me tell you this. How come the Cowboys can kneel in the end zone, but Tebow's a piece of crap? And I was like, Oh, allow me to teach you something. The Cowboys <laughs> are not shoving their beliefs on anybody. They decide to go into the corner of the end zone do their little prayer while they're all together on the field and then go do whatever they got to do. Tebow shoves his belief in people's faces and then charges church $50,000 to go talk at the church. He's a piece yep. of shit. <laughs> I don't know why I have to explain this to the person that raised me. <laughs> it's just one of those things, man, to where like when you believe something for so long and when someone comes and brings like verified truth, sometimes it's hard to get over because like I believe this for so long for everything to just crumble now and show that it's been a facade for so long. I've been there. If Tebow believed everything he said, he would not charge churches $50,000 to fill up their auditoriums. That's true. He would go do it because they're preaching the same word that he believes in. Right. And he would fill up that auditorium as a blessing to that church. Right. However, they decide to give to him. He's actually a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> now are, are you you can take a piece that... of shit you can take a piece of shit and stick it into like marshmallow fluff and it'll look like candy but deep inside it's still a piece of shit Next. Um, I'm, I'm thinking back to the South Park episode where they talked about Barnum and why he's still a piece of shit <laughs> you guys ever see that episode no but I'm sure it all applies right here <laughs> so the the comment was like, how can Bono from U2 do all this humanitarian work and and still look like a you know, still act like a piece of shit because he is a living piece of shit? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> this is the Ameri- This is the American version. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it's just it's very frustrating to me. Anybody that um, I don't like people profiting so much off of healthcare and education. How do you think when somebody's selling you imaginary plots in the sky? So like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very so, so frustrating to so, me. Yeah, go ahead. So you have issues with someone saying, hey, get sick and take this expensive medicine instead of just preventing yourself from getting sick. Yeah, like uh, uh, what's the um, 
the guy for the Clinton, Robert Wright, is that his name? The from the Clinton administration? Yeah. He he's um an economist, if I'm not mistaken, right? I believe said, so. everybody I everybody always talks about the cost <clears throat> of doing something, but nobody ever talks about the cost of not doing anything. Yeah. It's opportunity cost. Yeah. <sighs> so and, and if we're gonna talk opportunities, um the Arizona Colonels have lost their opportunities. Hey, they are hey, perfect time to play segue. them. Perfect time to play them. <laughs> oh my god, they they have fallen off. Yeah. But isn't like this always the case with the Cardinals though? I mean, it's the no, case no, most people not only the field. It's, <laughs> it's usually the case with most people that can't see over their offensive line. Eventually, people are going to stop running at you and put their hands up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I, I remember when, you know, they unplugged A.J. Green's controller. I think they've just kind of unplugged the controller for the rest of the team, too. That was hilarious. Why are you yeah. looking at yourself <laughs> in the big screen, bro? Catch the ball. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good throw, too. Yeah. If you've yeah. been looking. He hasn't been the same since, man. No. No. Not talking. <clears throat> but the team, that, the team that beat them has. Yeah. And again, one? I'm not sure if Green Bay is going to lose the rest of the season. Well... Let's go Vikings. All you got to do is step on that toe. Yeah. That's all you really got to do. Just get a little bit of a cobra toe. That's not a cobra toe. A COVID toe, turf toe, whatever it is, get the toe. But he's been immunized. Uh, so I don't want to do fine. that. Yeah, immunized against broken toes. <laughs> <laughs> I drink milk. Survivor <laughs> <laughs> making up his ass. That'll work. Hey, that's what Dr. Rogan said. So Probably not the first thing up there. Hey, Dr. Rogan also said, take this expensive medicine that not everyone can afford. The girls like Shailene Woodley worry me. There's no telling what goes on in there. <laughs> I want to be on top oh. tonight. What do you mean on top? On top. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Make sure she goes in the sun first. <laughs> if it's not attached to you, you can't use it. <laughs> We're gonna play a game, Aaron. Mm-hmm. What game is that? Mm-hmm. It's called Pegs. Are you ready? Whoa! No, no, I wasn't no, gonna go down no, that no, road. No, I, no, go I just said pegs. I she, I was just because no, next is fisting. No. We don't want to go there. I was, I was gonna say that though. <laughs> so I'm just saying, let's not go there. I don't need to see any Aaron Rodgers puppets. <laughs> and you know what? It's right on brand that Dorian's the one that brings that up. Son of a bitch look like a Muppet. <laughs> look like a John Wick Muppet. <laughs> you press the button on his hand. I'm immunized. The, <laughs> the new Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> I didn't mean my liver. <laughs> <laughs> no season, same idiot. Told you, Aaron. If you listen to this, man, we're just having fun, bro. That's what we're doing. Just... I'm not on like you. <laughs> <clears throat> you broke up with Dan Patrick. Something's wrong with you. <sighs> okay. Um, with, with all that in mind, 
Ow. Um, is there a scarier team outside of the outside of the, the Packers than the 49ers? Talk about a team that can just run the ball and control yes. the clock. Fucking Cowboys. <laughs> Hey. You can't, we're talking about the NFC now. We're never, you're not going to talk about scary teams and put anybody but maybe the Packers over us because yeah. in the standings right here, nobody but the Packers is over us. Right. But and that's not even the Cowboys. Though, like, the, the, the Vikings got a Christmas gift for us. Yeah. But everybody expect the Cowboys to be there, though. You know, everybody knows that the Cowboys is a solid team. They can easily go to the Super Bowl. Well, they can't tend to go to the Super Bowl. Go, like back, go back 16 weeks and listen to this podcast and. And make that same statement. I mean, there was a oh, lot of guys that were here that Jacksonville would have a better record than the Cowboys. Yes, yeah. I reason why chicken I said wings, that, hot garlic, mean drums <laughs> only, French fries, and rice. I said that is because I thought that Dak was going to because be you were high on the on that's why you, dra- you were draft no. drunk. You had Urban Meyer no. on your chin. No, well, first off, was I excited? Yes. Was I think I, he went to that draft and Urban Meyer gave him the bowling ball grip. <laughs> you man. That's what it was. He came up there and said, whoo, we're going to have a good season. And Dory said, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> no. Did I drink from the uh, Urban Meyer Kool-Aid? I did. I admit. Was I wrong? Yes, I was wrong. And the only reason why I made that bet is because I thought that that was not going to play. And now I put my foot in my mouth. So, you know. Kudos and chicken wings in, in my mouth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm a man of my word. I got you guys on the chicken wings. I'm a man of my word. And I know next time I won't do that again. So. I'm not going to eat for three days. <laughs> Come there 50. 50 now. And I'm not even going to eat the ends. I'm just going to eat the middles. I'm not even going to get the skin off the ends. I'm just going to eat them like white people. Just going to eat the middles. <laughs> Man, you're from the south, man. You can't eat wings like that. Shit, on, I had man. somebody call me out of that. Like, you you leave half the chicken on there. I said, I don't eat cartilage. <laughs> hey, would you be able to do a ghost pepper wing for me, bro? Is it a bed or is it just because you, I want to? No, no, I'm just asking what, 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 what he do. You're talking to Adam, right? No, I'm talking to he, He's the one of the exotic last name. He's spicy wing? shit. You gotta do I got a white outdoor. English last name. I don't eat that kind of spicy shit. <laughs> when I when I started seasoning my chicken before I battered it, I thought I was a fucking king. <laughs> so like, no, you take that ghost pepper shit and shove it up your ass. That's where it's going anyways. <laughs> it was coming out, not going in. Yeah, this is probably gonna come out. <laughs> Unless it does the turtle head, it might do both. <laughs> Oh god, we've got we've got Peggy and, and Prairie Dog in the same segment. <laughs> Prairie Dog and Turtle Turtle. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not showing your age with the Prairie Dog though. Fat bastard said I got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. Yeah, but as you were saying, man, the Niners, man. Yeah, but what? I mean, we're the thing is, but uh, you're really trying to go back to the 49ers either. after that conversation. You're just gonna roll back into the 49ers. Got to man. I don't want to talk about Prairie Dog the whole night. You're the one. <laughs> if somebody I say eats Prairie a ghost Dog, pepper, I say I cannot eat a ghost pepper wing. I'll eat some hot garlic wings. I'll eat all the hot garlic wings you got. Okay. So, so true story. So up in Columbus, um, there is a 
a restaurant called Quaker, Quaker Steak. Okay, it's, a, it's a wing joint. In the bathroom, there is a sign that says, wash your hands before you use the bathroom. Oh, no. Because too many people have gotten the hot wings, not cleaned the sauce off the hands, and taken a leak. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. You, you can imagine the, how, how much that would hurt. <laughs> I've never experienced a burn like that. How about you, Dorian? You ever had something burn down there? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to clap about? <laughs> Not at all. I'm, I've been free. Never that happened. Let me knock on wood. I don't know. I might have it. I just waited long enough for it to go away or get worse. Maybe that's why I'm going crazy. Hold on. Stop. It just stop. Oh, Al Capone thing, you know, the syphilis shit. Start teaching me from high school and help another the result. You never know. This is what you get from it, too. It ate my filter. Oh well, okay, no, no, because you didn't have a filter in middle school, so I, I don't think it was that early. How did I make it out of middle school without getting destroyed? Like, <laughs> do you ever think about that? Like, how did I get out of? I didn't get destroyed. I don't know, man. You were very lucky. I don't know. Very lucky. I don't know what it was. I was little too. <laughs> I just I struggled to make. Uh, we were talking about this the other day. What was the baseline weight for youth football? One fifteen. Yeah. I was struggling to make that in seventh grade. Did you play on the Cowboys? Did you play you football? On, shit, I played on the Bears. It was terrible. Or the Bears. Who was your coach? Nappy. Okay. Coach Nappy, John Nappy's dad. <laughs> okay. Interesting character. Him and uh, one of the players' fathers was out there uh, inebriated. He would, he would, he would <laughs> yell at his surprised. son quite loudly. <laughs> knees up. I said, keep your knees up. I was like, oh shit. You better Eric Dickerson yourself right out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I never you gotta remember, um bit of a culture shock to me. I was never <laughs> yelled at by a drunk man until I went to football practice. <laughs> I was like, mm. And you know, when somebody's dr- talking to you and they're drunk, you can smell the difference between beer or liquor. It was not beer. <laughs> It was not beer. <laughs> Five o'clock in the evening, and this guy's got just loaded with tequila. Jim, Jim Bean on his breath. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I'll see some shit out there, man. <laughs> oh, man. That was. Never seen so uh, many people trying to live through their children. Dude. Never, well, never man, in my life it, ever it seen is Lake County. Oh boy, you go bad. to the you go to the uh, Susan Street Field, you just hear it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you're like, oh man, I'm sorry for your life. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the betting, oh. I was supposed to. I that supposed shocked to me. The amount of money that's exchanged on t- ten and oh, yeah. eleven. Oh yeah, months. I was shocked. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. shocked yeah. to hear about it. Yeah, I was supposed to play on the Cowboys. With uh, uh, with uh, uh, Kendrick, uh, I forgot his name. With uh, Kai and Queef, I was supposed to play with them on the Cowboys. Then my mom stopped. 
at the last minute. And the reason why she stopped was because she went to a practice and she saw people, uh, grown adults, betting on which kid that I was going to get hurt. Mom was like, no, nah, you're not playing. And I cried. I'm like, please, Mom. She was like, no, you're not playing. They were betting on which kid to get hurt? They were betting on which kid oh, was going to get hurt during one of the games. My mom was sitting there. I signed up, paid my money, got my cleats, everything. Mom was like, no, you're Somebody not should back a dump truck in that whole area. Just, just flatten them. What the yep. fuck? Her Kids? Part, Leesburg's not the only place that happens. No. <laughs> I hear that when you, when you do that travel league football stuff down in Orlando, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Dude, Sanford is like one of the – I didn't. first of all, I didn't know how good their uh, youth football teams are, but they run it like it's a, a factory. I went to one of the practices because, you know, my son wanted to play. I'm like, Yes, yeah, so we're gonna stick with flag football. You ain't ready for what they're doing here. No, I want to play. I said, no. I said, this coach, I can see me and this coach getting into it, man. No, we're not gonna go for it. We're gonna wait till you get a little older. No. But yeah, it's crazy. And, and these are 10 to 11 year olds, and I've got nothing wrong with trying to instill the discipline and the game into them. That's absolutely fine, but not the way they do it. Right. Yeah, the words and whatnot, the words you use and the tone and the it all yeah. matters. Yep. Just if you want the kid to come back. Right. There's a documentary, man, on uh, HBO Max, and it talks about the Liberty City Warriors. And just watching that, bro, like, it made me cringe because these parents were talking to these kids like grown-ass adults. I'm like, this kid is literally seven years old, bro. Those are, the parents, old. those are the parents look at those kids like meal tickets. Yep. Yeah. They're meal tickets. I'm like, come on, like, where's the fresh, like, like, one kid was crying because he missed he missed a, a a catch, right? I mean, he was thrown thrown over his head. The father should have caught that fucking ball. And it's like the other coaches were like, "Yo, bro, calm down, it's your son." So he tried to fight the coach. It was is 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 crazy. It is just crazy. But it shows a lot that goes into those games. The betting, how like you're right, BJ. These parents are like putting everything to these kids. They pay for them, like to go to these uh, certain camps. Like they put all their energy and money to that one kid, and they're like, "You're not doing any other sport but football," and that's how it is down in South Florida, man. It's like religion. Like, no, you're playing football. If I want to play basketball, no, you're playing football. You play basketball when you're out of my house, but as long as you live under my roof, you're a football player. Like that type. Well, see, and, and the, these are the kinds of parents that have no achievements whatsoever. They have nothing to be proud of at all. So they have to live vicariously through their kids because their life is shit. And they blame other people because their life is shit, and they're hoping that their kid can can hit a lottery ticket and they can move out. And I think it's, it's I think just, it's a lot deeper than that because like there's a lot, lot of people that are in a similar situation that don't put that pressure on their kids. I think it's right. people being general pieces of shit. Well, there's that too. You know yeah. what I mean? I think then it allows them to open up to that behavior. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, like because there's there's a lot of families that treat their kids fairly and well you know you don't have to play football but you know and there's one thing i agree with though the only time you make a kid uh, finish the sport is like you got to teach them the team concept like if you're going to start the football season you at least have to finish the football season you don't have to come back next year but you started with the team and you should be there for your team until it's over agree and that's the way we, we are with our kids is when they start an activity they finish that activity that season. Mm-hmm. They don't have to come back. They don't have to. If they don't like it, they won't come back. That's fine. But you finish the obligation that you're assigned yourself to, and that that's a life lesson. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's what my dad did with me in football. It was pretty clear that I wasn't much of a defensive football player and I wasn't fast enough to play offense. But um, he was like, look, you made a commitment to the team. You're, you're going to go out there. All right. yeah. And I never regretted it. I started to enjoy it towards the end of the year. Yeah. It was just the last season. And then that was it. There was no eighth grade football back then. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, on, on that note, we'll get to our terrible picks. Um, <laughs> just our, our NFL picks are just gone awful. Um, but we've taken a week, a couple of weeks off, so maybe we'll be better. So um, <clears throat> first game is Kansas City and Cincinnati. Kansas City's only a four-and-a-half-point favorite. BJ? Boy, we sound like assholes, but the, the Chiefs look like the Chiefs now. Um <laughs> I agree with you in their defense. I don't know if their defense can force Kansas City to punt enough to let Cincinnati's offense be a factor. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Ryan? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs also. I think – is Kelsey coming back? He'll, he'll, he'll be back this, this week, right? Yeah, I haven't heard he'll be out of order. Yeah, oh. he, he has time to test out a protocol, especially with the new revamped rules. That's right. It's five days now, I think. It's five days. Yeah, five days. So, yeah. And I believe it's retroactive. Yeah. So um, yeah. I went with Cincinnati just simply because it's in Cincinnati. They're playing, they're playing tough. Um, they've got something to play for, and I think they'll, they'll be up for it. So I, I think – I think it's gonna be like 38 35 it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout i think burrow's gonna have a magical play at the end to pull it out um i would not be surprised at all if i'm wrong with this one but um the next game is arizona and dallas dorian i'll go to you first because we know who bj's picking did he freeze I think Dorian first. Anyways, BJ, you pick. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. But I will say this. Good teams that get good pressure against mobile quarterbacks leave lanes behind them. So I'm a little nervous about this, you know, creating that pressure, getting deep into the pocket, and then Kyler Murray squirting out and causing problems. Mm-hmm. So Because that's, that's the thing, especially with Dallas, because they've got two great – Ed rushers. Mm-hmm. Um, is how, how how much can they keep the contain on the inside? I'm kind of wondering if that's what Mike is going to do. Maybe. You know, re- kind of lean on Gregory and uh, Demarcus Lawrence, and then have Micah kind of just float in the middle and make sure Kyler doesn't get too far. Now, are you thinking they they use Micah Parsons as a spy? I was trying to stop short of saying that, but probably. Okay. I mean, I, maybe they a, maybe they don't right away. Maybe that's the plan. If they can't get home and it causes problems, you know what I mean. Then it's like, yeah. if that happens, then we'll go to the. Okay, yeah. So that's I, I I like that approach of going with your game plan. If it doesn't work, we already have adjustments, and that's what good coaches do. Yeah, I just um, I don't know if they'll go in like that. I think they're gonna make yeah. them make them make it a problem before they adjust. Cause I mean, that's kind of like a good strategy too, is maybe you go in there like you have been, and then you adjust as things go on. So later in the game, you might have to make less adjustments. Do you see what I'm saying? 
because if yeah. you go in the way you have been playing and then if you start the adjustments early you're going to make more you may have to make more adjustments throughout the game because you know mm-hmm. did the cardinals reacting but if you go in the way you have play the first quarter you won't start the adjustments till later in the game so you may have to make less adjustments which probably plays into the defense's hands well and not only that but you also you don't play your your hand too early against the other team is right. if you if you make the adjustments later they're not expecting you to really make make a certain kind of schematic adjustments yeah. right so dorian's back it looks like he's unfrozen now so dorian yeah, who you pick what happened oh uh, dallas man i i think they're motivated they want to get that first seed pick dallas yeah, I got the Cowboys too. Um, next game is the Rams versus the Ravens. Are you guys okay that it's still week 16 and you're picking Cowboys still? I mean, they got a good team, man. Yeah. I, 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 I call them as I see them as, as much as. Yes, but uh, you know this. This is true. If you're not a Cowboys fan, you usually hate the Cowboys. That's like an 80, 85% accuracy in that statement. So. <laughs> Oh, well, I would say this, that most people don't hate the Cowboys. Most people hate Cowboys fans. Fans. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the fans. Yeah, like perfect example. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm one of those Cowboys fans. I try to be no, more no, rational no, no, about no, it. Than, they're you. always going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I'm, right. I'm just making – I really try not to be like that because I go online and it's really frustrating <laughs> to read. Like, yeah. Dak's garbage. Like, he had a bad game. Or maybe the offensive line didn't play so well. But there's other factors. And – uh, Mike McCarthy's. The, we don't. We don't know yet. Like, just let it happen. Like, <laughs> we'll talk about it towards the end of the year. Like, golly. Like a lot of times, I get the irrational Cowboys fans, like the one that says, "Like, dude, there's no other backup better than Cooper Rush. I don't care what you say, especially Gartner yeah. Minshew. He's fucking no. sucks." Like those guys. I'm like, come on. Like, That's, where's the logic? I can't. You know? I can't get in line with anything that you just said right there. I would love to have Gardner <laughs> Minshew on this team, actually. But I I feel like somebody's wasting him by letting him sit on the bench. It's driving me nuts. He needs to get out of Philadelphia. Mm. I'd like to see him on a decent team because even with the Jags, we saw you take Gardner Minshew out of there. They were not great. Right, <laughs> were, absolutely. So, like, I would like to see Gardner on a decent team. Mm. I'd like to see Gardner with the Lions. Yeah. Good happen. Seriously. Yeah. Because I yeah, think Gar- Jared Goff helped him back a little bit this year. Yeah. No, what held them back is Dan Campbell. Yeah, eating kneecaps. Like, golf hasn't helped. Yeah. Golf has not helped, but Campbell has no idea like how to run a football team at all. Because oh, AJ, he, 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 he led with you, you've kneecaps. seen a few football games, right? You've Come seen on. a few football games in your time. Okay, so if you got the ball down by seven and it's fourth and five and you're at the only uh, opponent's eight yard line and there's two minutes to go. What do you do? We're down by what? A touchdown? You're down by a touchdown. 230-something yeah. to go. And it's fourth and five from the opponent's eight. Oh, run some clock. From no, the opponent's eight or my own eight? Yeah, but from my own eight or the opponent? So I'm, opponent's I'm about eight. to score. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to run the clock down as much as I can while – Trying to get in the end zone, like it's I'm not using any down. timeouts or anything. Oh, it's fourth down. We have to pass yeah. the ball into the end zone. Oh, so you don't kick a field goal? No, you don't have to kick a fucking field goal. <laughs> That's what Dan Campbell did last week. No. Yeah. 
maybe 20 yeah. years ago. Not in today's NFL. Touchdowns matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think his and concept was, kicks don't work anymore? Yeah, that's true. You think his concept was okay? I believe my defense. I'll kick the field goal, and I have faith in my defense to get the ball back. If you but have I don't know what he's looking at. Go for it on fourth down, and they get the ball at the eight. <laughs> that's yeah. a stupid reasoning. <laughs> yeah, like in, in like you haven't paid enough attention to your defense to realize that you shouldn't have faith in them. Like, <laughs> is Dan Campbell, man? Dan Campbell, he he said he eating he ride with his guys, man. Eating kneecaps. That's all I can get out of my. I'll never get that out of my head. Eating kneecaps. <laughs> uh, and, and don't get me wrong. The Lions are not a talented team. They're more talented than the two win team. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I kept telling you all year. They play tough as hell. They just can't figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, they, they've had, they lost two games on game winning field goals at the horn. They lost to the Bears on Thanksgiving Day because they didn't understand, hey, look, I, you know, I need the ball back to score. Um, and then they lost the game to, to Atlanta because they, they thought that a field goal was worth eight points. So they should. <laughs> They're better than than their record and their their coach. Absolutely, and, and yeah. yeah. And the question is, should they keep Campbell and just perpetually get high draft picks, and then when they have talent, kick his ass to the curb, or should, or do you replace him and not have him instill a losing culture culture into the players? You think Dan Campbell's the guy you string along? <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nope. There's plenty of other <laughs> shitty coaches I could get to do a shitty job. I'm not stringing Dan Campbell along <laughs> at all. Nope. Dude, I can hire Doug Peterson him. for the same price I'm paying Dan exactly. Campbell. Exactly. <laughs> and you could walk in and save your life by walking up to Dan Campbell, shaking his hand, saying, thank you for your services, sir, but you're no longer needed here. And he'll walk <laughs> out of there because that was the man thing to do. I don't yeah. think you do like bitch shit to Dan Campbell. I don't think that's the way to go. Yeah. He type where he he'll lure you to the locker room and lock the doors. I'm like, so no, 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 no. He plays for Detroit. He coaches Detroit, not Penn State. <laughs> Damn. I'm talking about who beat his ass, not else. So is Adam. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell. I'll drive. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's the one. 1038. It's time to wrap this shit up. Let's do these picks. Do it. It's getting worse. It's getting dangerous. Been two weeks. This is what y'all get. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Rams and, and Ravens. Oh, Rams. If Lamar playing, if Lamar's playing, I like Baltimore shot because of desperation and whatnot. I think by the way, plan. the Hundley cat, the dude that played a couple weeks ago, the, yeah. the first back week quarterback. Yeah. I enjoy that game he played. I liked watching that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Rams are kind of scrambling, and the Ravens are desperate. So I'm going to go with the, the Ravens if Lamar is coming back. That's my. As far as I know, he's playing. So yeah, I know he's been sick for two weeks. I think. Yeah. Talk about the crappy immune system. He's had yeah. COVID a couple times. Yep. So don't worry um, who you take him. I'm going with the Rams. I think I, I think they're going to have two people on Mark Andrews and be like, "All right, Lamar, if he plays, beat us." 
Yeah, I went with the Rams because I just I don't trust Baltimore even with Lamar back there. I know. I just think he's magic. He is the best running back to play quarterback, but he does have some magic in him. Yeah, he's going to need more than magic. He's going to need a couple of rabbits and <laughs> everything else against the Rams. Now, Stafford is due for a bad game because you know I've seen this movie before. Because he had a good one last week? Yep. Well, he had three yeah. interceptions in the first half last week. Pretty good for Stafford. <laughs> and I, I'm going to say this right now. During the games last week, I was doing some errands. Um, Dan Dockage was doing game day on ESPN. I don't really know why on the radio. And he went, um, Dave, Davis Wells from Houston, that's a franchise quarterback. And I went, nope. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm sure that he said it, or am I sure that he's an idiot? That Davis Mills is not a franchise quarterback. He's if, like I said. It's like I told you though. If your franchise is the Texans, maybe he is. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um. So, so BJ, the the game that you've got good interest in, Minnesota and Green and Green Bay. I don't know if I can separate my wants from reality right now. Um. Well, half America can't separate reality from what they want. So, I mean, why not? I don't feel like the Packers can cover Justin Jefferson and the crew, to be honest with you. Do um, you really think Kirk Cousins can outplay Aaron Rodgers and Captain Douchebag? No, but I need it to happen. So, I'm going to say Minnesota is like a rah rah, sis boom ba thing. Like, let's motivate them. Let's motivate them to play good football. Yeah. I'd be shocked. If Minnesota wins this game, I'm going to be I'm going to be shocked by two touchdowns. I'm going to be shocked too. I won't be shocked because they won't win. (laughs) Dude, it's in Green Bay. And I know climate change makes Green Bay not the frozen hundred, but it's still in Green Bay. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to have to rename shit because people won't get control of their climate and whatnot. Yeah. I don't like how they're coming for the cars, but they don't come for the factories. Oh, it's because the factories pay people money. Yeah, but then we take that money and spend it on the cars we want. Yeah, well. That probably came out of the stinking-ass factories. Yeah. So it's just frustrating. Like, we're easier to control than the corporations. So instead of saying... Hey, you guys are going to put $20 million a year into scrubbing your uh, smokestacks and scrubbing the, the emissions out of it. Uh, they're just going to say, no, we're going to force you all to drive shitty electric cars that can catch fire. That that you have to pay Elon Musk to charge. Mm-hmm. That you're that's gonna have that's to... the big thing with electric cars is that the charging stations for electric cars are not as prevalent as they should be because Musk hasn't sold the patent for it. <laughs> And then, like, where are Great we getting the power? To, where are we getting the power to charge these cars? It's certainly not solar. Uh, it should be, it's, but it's not. It's nuclear and coal. So we're just yeah. we're just spinning our wheels, and it's ridiculous to think of it as anything else. Yeah. Well, it's okay. The planet won't won't really exist in a hundred years, so who cares, right? And like, so now we need nickel and lithium constantly, and something else. Um, is it cadmium? Are those the three? I think so. Those are the new resources of the, the new oils. 
until they come up with something different. So, like, where where do you think the biggest lithium deposits in the world are? Is in Afghanistan, South America, where everything suddenly becomes super unstable the last four years. Chile, Bolivia, Argentina, and another one. I can't remember. You know, in, in history lesson, Argentina's where all the Nazis left when they to try to get out of Germany. Oh, no, we got them. We got everybody. Because <laughs> we're Americans. We got them all. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we spent yeah. we spent tons of money <clears throat> to send CIA and FBI operatives to um Argentina to figure all this shit out, but we got them all. Everything's good. We, yeah. we got we got them all. We, we, we got, got teeth and skulls and shit. And they never yeah. talked about that. There was a nice, huge pocket in Los Angeles where a lot of the Nazis went to. I'll think of the name of the neighborhood that they lived in. Um, but there's a book, and it talked about uh, Nazis who left Germany and went to Los Angeles. And guess what they decided to do? We're going to become LAPD officers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How do you like say. those? Don't, don't say. say. I'm going to find that book and uh, share it with you guys. But yeah, it's a book that talks about it. And they were like, oh no. And they said that the, the, the plot was Nazis were going to come to the United States, go to the major cities, and then band together so they can uh, do an uprising in the United States. NASA owns its whole happened? existence. NASA mm-hmm. owns its whole existence to a Nazi. Yeah, Operation Paperclip. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, okay. is that his name? I think so. He was one of them. There was, I think, there was like twenty or thirty. Well, he was the one, uh, Alfred Wegner. He was the one who the V two rockets. Mm. He, he did. He did that. So uh, they they decided to kidnap him and say, "You could come live in America and work for us as long as you promise to leave the Jewish people alone." Yeah, you know, they killed a couple million of them already. You know, well, fuck it, right? That's okay. I mean, not this country, but look what they did to Alan Turing over in over in England. Dude, dude, help us win the war, and then chemically castrated him. Seems like like a great idea. And don't forget, remember what his crime was? Remember what Alan Alan Turing's crime was? He's gay. Yep, that was his crime. Yeah, the leading computer scientist of his time castrated because he's gay. Solid, so. solid strategic. Yeah, because you didn't want that. You didn't want his brain to produce any more possible brains that could be like his. Yeah, that's not what the world needed. Let's make sure he can't ever. Well, they couldn't really do the uh, inverto fertilization then back then, could they? I mean, no, we're talking forties and fifties. Yeah, so probably not even an option. Because I was then happy. Note: We'll take a take a quick break. And we're back. Um, and so BJ's out of this conversation because he's only been focused on football, but the NBA is actually in, in full gear, kind of. Um, so I, I guess my question, um, so LeBron's not a good GM, apparently. Shocking, I know. <laughs> um, his experiment is failing tremendously. My thing is, because I, I have a feeling that at the deadline, the Lakers are going to do something Stupid. Tragic. <laughs> I do. I, I just feel it. I just feel it. I can see him trading for like, you know, because rumor has it that uh, the Lakers have explored trading Anthony Davis. 
But who are they going to trade him for? Um, who are they going to trade him to? Because everyone is seeing, hey, man, this guy isn't the AD that everybody was talking about. He's different from when he was when he played in the bubble. So, you know, and all this comparison. The, hmm? Are we seeing the death of Russ? Is it over? Is he just going to be collecting stats on shitty teams now? I hope not, but that fit with the Lakers. Everybody knew that that was a bad fit. That fit everywhere. It didn't work in Washington. It didn't work in Houston. It didn't work at the end in OKC. So are four NBA teams garbage, or has Russ got an attitude problem? I just say that How many times is it somebody else's fault? No, no. I mean, you you got a point. Because you would tell your kid that he's the problem. If this keeps happening, something you're doing something. Right. Yeah, if, if your child consistently has you know bad ex partners, there's some there's there's something wrong there. So right. Right. so do you think that it was his inability to change his game? Because even because I was reading even back at UCLA, you know, the coach was trying to mold him to be more of a uh of a, a, a well rounded guard. But he was like, put his head down, drop to the basket type of person. That's what he. I, I think, I think it's his inability, his inability to go down to a different gear. We've talked about Russ for a couple of times yes. that he's constantly in fifth gear. Yeah. There is no middle ground, and that's not how you can be a good teammate. And it's his inability to kind of dial it back some that's going to cost him in the end. Yeah. Well, you know most guards or triple threats, pass, yeah. put it on the floor, or shoot. Yeah. He's not. It's only put it on the floor, or shoot, or put it yeah. on the floor, or pass. That's it. It's only two options. So he's 33% easier to guard than other guards in the league. Gotcha. He's just, he just makes up for that with athleticism. That's starting that's to true. wane. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that he would be better off coming off the bench? Do you think he's no. mentally going to accept that? Well, well, I... Why? Right, right. He won't accept it, but his game in today's NBA, like you said, like he's been through what four teams and it's the same same pattern. You'd be Russ- better off going full Rondo yeah. and just not shooting at all, and just playing good defense, making sound decisions with the basketball, and uh, getting to the basket. Of course, take your wide open jumpers. Rondo would take wide open jumpers. He's doing take contested jump shots a lot. Right. Outside, well, Russ is too prideful. He won't do that. Russ wants to be Russ, unfortunately. Well, it's, it's going to cost the Lakers dearly. I mean, they're, yeah. they're already, what, number seven now? Mm-hmm. And the Warriors are probably going to run away and hide. Yeah. Because they're they're amazing, and Clay's not even back yet. He's not even back yet. <laughs> Can you imagine when Clay gets back? Uh, it's going to be scary. Because yeah. Staff has turned into the player that we all wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. And now you add Clay on top of that. It's not going to hurt me. It won't affect. It won't be scary to me. My team is garbage, so I don't have to worry about them affecting my team. So I just get to enjoy basketball this year. It's kind of. <laughs> it's going to be kind of nice. Speaking of your team, so on, on Christmas Day, I had the baby out. I was feeding them, and I just had the TV on just to have something going on. And they had the 30 for 30, this magic moment on. No, come on. I don't like talking about that. <laughs> that breaks my heart. And my, and my wife walks out. I'm like, I made myself sad. 
She like, oh, I, I just watched when the magic were good. I made myself yeah. sad. Take the baby. Yeah. I'm having bad thoughts. Take the- <laughs> I need to cry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. Even You know it's bad when you go to a magic game and more people are at the bars than sitting in the seats. That's when you know it's bad. Well, that's because Orlando's a shitty sports town. Yeah. Be it as me. It's a shitty sports town. <clears throat> But it was, it was, it was sad to watch. I mean, um, I do like the uh, the the two Michigan kids, the the, the brothers. They play hard. The uh, Wagner kids, yeah, um, I like them. They yeah. they play hard. Um, but yeah, it was. R.J. Hampton, I've seen he's been doing okay, and uh, yeah, Cole Anthony and, and just came back thing. last week, didn't he? Okay. I mean, their mentality of the team is like the early two thousands, like the heart and hustle team. Yeah. They just don't have the talent. Right. Well, see, you always got to be heart and hustle if you don't put any money into your damn team. Yeah, yeah that's true. But that's what's true. there to do in Orlando? Seriously, there's barely anything for us to do. What are these millionaires going to do when they leave the the, the game? What are they going to do? Huh? What do, you do? Oh, go, Disney? go to the club. Go to Disney. Then go to Disney. Have dinner at the castle. Then they're going to take an hour and a half flight to Atlanta. Or they're probably take a forty-five minute flight to Miami. 45 minutes? Shit. Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> yeah. There's a shit to do in Tampa. Get you in trouble down in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Go to Ebor. Lose a lot of money. A lot of money. Ooh, yeah. The hard rocks down there. But there's nothing in Orlando. Yeah. It's all for tourists and kids. And they are neither. Yeah. There are people with disposable income that want to dispose of it every night, just about. Yeah. Yeah. And then you give and them some do, p- piss smelling club. Cool, even for games. Because we're all morons, and it's one of the only tickets in town. Yeah. It's true, you know. But I mean, it, it could, you know, it could be like the rest of the teams in the East, like Brooklyn. You know, kind of rotating door of superstar that they have over there in Brooklyn. Yeah. So I think KD's out now. Harden back. Kyrie is back, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, yeah, Kyrie's more of a road warrior. No, he's going to play on the road. So for now. Yeah, that Just, is he immunized? <laughs> I need to I need to correct myself real quick. Alfred Regner is the guy who came with the uh, tectonic plate theory. Werner von Braun is the NASA Nazi. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I knew I was wrong. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's not it. <laughs> that guy's not a Nazi. I mean, he, he went to school in Berlin. There's no telling. Yeah, who knows? Speaking of Kyrie, uh, John Stockton gave him props. He says that he he uh, he's proud of Kyrie and his stance on everything. He said that he 100% supports him. Well, see, and, and here's the thing with Kyrie. I don't agree with his stance at all. I think it's a dumb stance, but at least he's consistent. Okay, he 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 says what he's what he is doing. He stands behind it, and he did not back down. So I give him credit for that. Again, it's a dumbass stance, but everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. It's not like he tried to fake his vaccine card. It's not like he tried to lie and say he was immunized and he's really not. And who, you know, like, no, I'm not getting this for whatever stupid reason. I don't think, you know, maybe it's going to turn the frogs gay. I don't know. <laughs> his but, thing was mostly he said that he just wanted to do more more research on it. He he wasn't as egregious as some of the things he's I heard. He's not going to understand the research. Like 75% of the population, 75% of the population is not qualified to look at that research. Yeah, like I want to do my own research. Why? You're not going to understand not, what you're reading. You're not qualified so to do it. Yeah. 
all you can do is read the articles of the people that read the stuff that you can't translate anyways that's all you can do yeah. that's the best you can do books and articles from people that know what the fuck they're talking about yeah you're gonna re you're gonna re rely on someone else's translation for you to understand what the hell's going on you know and, and someone said about translation <laughs> sounds like, like christian it's between horseplay and pony play so if you want to talk about translations let's sort of make sure we get it right <laughs> well if we're talking about getting it right it's definitely not christians <laughs> 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 uh, according to Tim Tebow, um, it, no, 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 no. According to Tim Tebow, we, I don't have fifty thousand dollars to get his opinion. Oh, that was when he was in Denver. That number has dropped significantly. <laughs> failed NFL player, failed baseball player, marginal analyst. Look, he he will said that front office fired in Denver. You're oh, telling me he went through three years in Florida without getting his dick wet? That's what you're telling me. Yeah. We've been on that campus. We've, we've all talked about this. Yes, we've all been on that campus. And no. if, if I'm the man on campus, oh yeah, uh, I'd, I'd still be doing, I'd be waterboarding in the NFL if I was Tebow paying child support. <laughs> Pick it a litter. You, you, and you in my door. Hey, we just talked about what might have happened early in BJ's life that probably would have been ex exasperated had he gone to UF and been the big man on campus. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it out. I wouldn't have made it out. Yeah. Yeah, it had been steaming. <laughs> steaming Willie Beeman. <laughs> That's what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Gonorrhea yeah, is acting up. Dude's <laughs> <laughs> on the pistol in the world. Dude, I, I've been to a University of Florida party, man, and it's like, it's to your disposal. Like, you can have whatever you want, whoever you want there. It's just like, uh, I'm not going to criminate myself, but it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> you better shut up. Crazy. Shut up. Too late. It's 11, yeah. eleven o'clock. Just let it happen. <laughs> just let Adam close the show. You're going to... Because you know how you know how like the universe works. This will be the yeah. one episode your wife decides to be like, "Hey, I wonder how this sounds." Dude, I, I will never hit her in. No, you won't. Yeah, still talking so, about on it. That note, Fifteen years later. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. <laughs> <laughs>